Julia Fox ditches underwear to step out in barely their latex outfit and see-through heels. Joey Essex could retire now at 32, but wants to keep on working. It's never really about the money. Only Fools and the Horses trigger actor's surprising role in Mr Bean where he played a very different character. Hello and welcome to Barely Contained, a podcast that in just a few minutes does to bad showbiz journalism what the heatwave does to a calippo. My name's Chris Beckett and as ever I'm joined by Matt Withers. Matt, hello. Hello there Chris. Oh you're right, it's very hot. It is a bit, isn't it? You know, I'm, I'm hopeful of a bit of rain, but I don't think I'm going to get my wish. Yep. If you're listening to this um, in the future, listeners, we're recording this in the summer of 2022, uh, which was a very hot one. Like the planet Arrakis, if you've ever seen the film Dune. Uh, I have not seen the film Dune. <laughs> listeners, if you've seen the film Dune, please get a, get in touch on <laughs> at barely underscore pod. Right, Matt. So uh, without further ado, because it is uh, is a bit toasty, let's let's uh, rattle through this. Yes. Um, what have you got for us? I'm going to start with uh, a story uh, that was leading the, the showbiz homepage of the Daily Express website. And it's headlined. Oh, now we're talking. Julia Fox ditches underwear to step out in barely their latex outfit and see through heels. Wow, I've I've no real idea what what she would look like, but <laughs> um, Julia Fox, are you aware of this person? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I you, were you? No, I'd never heard of her. Um, I, I'm guessing that the Daily Express uh, readers who have a, a median age of 104 years old <laughs> uh, possibly haven't heard of Julia Fox either. Um, she is described as former dominatrix, model, and ex-girlfriend to rapper Kanye West. So not Tom Tugendhat's running model. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, the, the subhead here is Julia Fox, former dominatrix, model, and ex-girlfriend to rapper Kanye West, wrapped her figure ah. in a barely there latex outfit when she went out on the town wearing no underwear this week. Well, Matt, as you know, I don't want to fashion shame anyone, but it, it looks a little bit like a bin bag she's wearing. Yeah, there are pictures here. It, it really does look very much um, like she has got a few pieces of bin bag um, that she's just wrapped over her rudy bits. Um, it doesn't look very practical, even in these um, sweltering conditions. No. It goes on. Julia Fox is well known for her outrageous dress sense. Is she? We've just she well known at all. <laughs> We've just established that I've never heard of her. Julia Fox is well known for her outrageous dress sense, having once stripped off at a Californian supermarket to use her jeans as a handbag instead of wearing them on her legs. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know a guy. I know a guy who who did that in my local co-op, but he he got taken away. <laughs> I mean, that's not practical, is it? I mean, you know, even if you have to buy a bag these days, they're like tops, 30 pence, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not it's not really worth, you know, jettisoning your jeans. <laughs> However, she surpassed herself with yesterday's outfit 
in which she donned a black latex outfit with so many cutouts that it was abundantly clear she was wearing neither a bra nor pants. Abundantly clear. Wow. <laughs> oh, you don't hear the word abundantly that much these days, do you? You really don't. Her cleavage spilled out of the off-the-shoulder top section, while the bottom half tied around her thighs with little more than silver metallic wiring and a tiny strip of latex. Yeah, it sounds like a really bad CDT project. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of a crossover between um, CDT and home economics. Yeah. CDT X home economics, the young people would call that these days. Yeah, exactly. The leggy 32-year-old's frame was accented by a pair of see-through perspect heels, which had a black tint to match the rest of the outfit. She's really got it all together. <laughs> frame is not a particularly sexy word either, is it? No. Uh, yep, so she's got a see-through perspect heel with a black tint. Her derriere was barely covered by the skimpy material, although unusually the violin tattoo she wears on the back of her waist was firmly under wraps yesterday, making it one of the few parts of her body that remain fully covered. Mm, I like the fact that the uh, the violin tattoo that she wears on the back of her waist is hyperlinked, just in <laughs> case any uh, <laughs> any Daily Express readers want their uh, blood pressure to raise even further. <laughs> yeah, very very dangerous for Express uh, readers. I like the fact that she wears it on the back of her, her her waist, as if she could you know choose to put it somewhere else. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the final line of this story, if indeed we're going to describe it as a story. Julia currently works as an actress and will soon appear in The Trainer alongside Bella Thorne, Vito Schnabel and Gina Gershon. Yeah. I would reckon that you've heard of 33% of those. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, I have heard of none of them. Oh, come on, Gina Gershon. She's, no. you know, she's quite well known. Is she was in like Bound and Showgirls, all sorts of, you know. Nope, never heard of it. No. Um, I like that Julia currently works as an actress. She's not described as an actress. It's just the job she's got at the moment. Exactly. And um, are you going to comment on uh, the fact that underneath this story, um, they've really gone to town on the kind of, if you are interested in this and you might be interested in that. Uh, there's a lot of stories about her, aren't there? There's, um, well, we've got Julia Fox's outfit did little to disguise her curves. Julia Fox says she wants showing skin to be normalised. Julia Fox shows off her violin tattoo. Um, I, quite, I think my favourite is Julia Fox as a centaur. Yeah, that <laughs> is that is a classic. Um, yeah, this is her... Um, well, she's, she's dressed as half woman, half horse. Um, yeah. For um, some reason. Um, on a top half, she's got nothing on it except um, a bikini top. Um, and her back half is like something that Bernie Clifton would wear. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was ahead of his time, Bernie. Yeah, I know Julia Fox has talked in the past about how Bernie Clifton was a, a fashion icon to her. Uh, we've also got Julia Fox fashioned her jeans into a crop top. Julia Fox does a spot of supermarket shopping in her underwear. And yeah. uh, th this new air conditioner under £65 with no installation necessary is selling out in the UK. 
Yeah, well, I mean, Julia Fox, that's obviously down to Julia Fox. <laughs> that was a good that was a good start. That was a good start. I liked it. Solid. Solid. Chris, I think now you're taking us to one of our uh, rare forays into the online pages of Metro. That's right. And I want to talk to you about some showbiz royalty. Joey Essex could retire now at 32, but wants to keep on working. It's never really about the money. Right. Bits in quotes. Yeah. Retire from what? <laughs> um, I, I, I mean... He, he's in the only ways, Essex. I I, I get that. Um, is he? But still yeah, I, I have to be honest. Apart from that, I'm not quite sure what what else is, uh, you know, brand Joey involved in. Is he currently working as an actor? Uh, let's find out. Let's find out. Joey Essex has made a fortune since rising to fame on the only ways, Essex, eleven years ago. But he's not going to retire yet. Oh, thank God. The 32-year-old reality star admitted while he's got enough in the bank to call it quits, he loves his work so much that he's got no plans to stop. What does he do? <laughs> I'm looking forward to his peak period, you know. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not yet in his prime, Matt. He's only 32. 32. Yeah, exactly. He's the best years ahead of him. If he was a goalkeeper, he's probably got eight years left in his knees. Yeah, at the, at the top level. Asked if he could retire, he told the son, yeah, I guess so, but I feel like it depends how much you enjoy your job. I quite enjoy my job, so it's never really about the money. It's always about keeping myself busy and just being happy. I'm only 32. The best is yet to come. But what does he do? I don't know, but, <laughs> you know, being 10 years older than him, I, I can't help but have a touch of the green-eyed monster. Yeah, I'd say my best years are, are well behind me. Yeah, <laughs> I probably have said that when I was 32, to be honest. Yeah, I think this podcast peaked around episode 25. Yeah. Oh, well, diminishing returns. <laughs> but, you know, to all you listeners who are still enjoying it, you know, thank en you. Enjoying it. Enjoying it. <laughs> However, he thinks that could change in the next decade as he looks to start a family and move on to another stage of his life. I feel like in 10 years' time, I'm hopefully on a huge boat, yacht in Spain, and I'm living on that with a wife and maybe four or five kids, he added. Wow, in 10 years. He's, yeah, I mean, he, he certainly wants to, you know, procreate quite a lot. Yeah. Joey is still quite chilled about the future, and while he's looking to explore other projects, he won't be abandoning his reality TV career. Oh, phew. I know, I th thought you'd be relieved. He said, having time off is quite nice sometimes, but there are things I'm looking at doing and getting into different TV projects. We are looking at doing different documentaries about more serious things. I will always do reality if it sounds exciting, but I have a few new projects in the pipeline. Is that we, the royal we? I, I did wonder that. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping not. I'm hoping he's not let, you know, fame completely go to his head. <laughs> Joey has been open about his desire to settle down and start a family, and he's even given some insight into what he's looking for in the perfect woman, while revealing he'd rather move on than be unfaithful if he ended up with the wrong woman. Ooh, what a gent. What a good guy. 
Back in 2021, he said, I would feel too bad on the world and the universe. My whole body would feel like it's a really bad thing that I'm doing if I was to cheat on a girl. Oh, that would be bad, I would say, Chris, for the whole universe. Yeah, I mean, we'd all know where we were the moment when, uh, you know, little Joey strayed. I've never put myself in that position. People are surprised by that, but it's why I dump girls so quickly. I don't need to waste time and cheat on them. I guess I haven't found a girl who challenges me. (laughs) What an absolute charmer. (laughs) Girls are so disposable to me that I haven't even got, I can't even be bothered cheating on them. (laughs) Um, And that's that. (laughs) Yep. Short and sweet. Yeah. Really lovely, lovely tale. So, Matt, what are you going to uh, play us out with? Well, um, we've just done a rare foray to the Metro. We're going to have our first ever trip to my London. Oh, I-, I don't know if you're aware of this site, Chris. Um, yes, but uh, yeah, it's not it's not something that I've uh, checked regularly. It's uh, a website that um, claims to have all the local news you need from across the capital. Um, So we've got some uh, breaking news here from its homepage and it's headlined. Only Fools and Horses trigger actors surprising role in Mr. Bean, where he played a very different character. Okay. (laughs) Breaking news here. Right. So an actor plays a different character in one show than in another right well you've ruined it now (laughs) sorry you basically told the listener what this story is in its entirety (laughs) uh yes listener this is the story that an actor um played a different character in one tv show to the character that he played in a different tv show Uh, but my london manages to spin out a little bit longer than that so uh do bear with us Mm. The subhead is Roger Lloyd Pack looked almost unrecognisable as he starred alongside Rowan Atkinson in The Return of Mr. Bean. Okay. Now, I should say, um, there is a picture of him alongside Rowan Atkinson in this story. If you'd like to take a look, Chris, would you say he looks unrecognisable or would you say he looks distinctively like Roger Lloyd Pack? Uh, I Yeah, I have to say <laughs> he, he very much has that trigger... <laughs> Yeah. Trigger look. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that he's only unrecognizable if you are so um, credulous that by somebody dressing as a waiter rather than as a council street sweeper, you fail to recognize them. I mean, some people, they just see the uniform. <laughs> yeah, they can't see past that. Later. Can't see the man inside. <laughs> Late actor Roger Lloyd Pack played a number of roles in his career, which started in 1967 when he played a villager in a television series called The Prisoner and continued up until his sad death in 2014. Okay, I see Wikipedia's getting a co-credit on this story. Oh, Wikipedia's putting in a shift. He also famously played Owen Newitt in The Vicar of Dibley, Tom in The Old Guys, and Rex Regis in Health and Efficiency. Wow, that's the first time I've heard of Health and Efficiency. God, I can't remember, like, the last time. It's, it's, it's put a smile on my face, Matt. 
Yeah, I mean, it says that he famously played (laughs) these characters. I've got to confess, two out of these three shows I have never heard of. (laughs) Uh, The Old Guys, are you aware of that? No. No, never heard of Tom in The Old Guys, never heard of Rex Regis in Health and Efficiency. And I, I vaguely remember health and efficiency, but I cannot remember Rex, the character Rex Regis. I'll, I'm going to stick my neck out here and say that the person who wrote this article has never heard of those. Well, you know, I wouldn't want to make that sort of claim. But you're, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to stick my neck out. I'm going to say, yeah, I was person... going to say you're, you're more of a risk taker. I'm, I'm going to stick my neck out and say this person is only dimly aware of only fools and horses. In addition, he made appearances in the bill. Biker Grove, Oliver Twist, and Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. His yeah. most memorable role, however, was his portrayal of Del Boy and Rodney's dim-witted friend Trigger in BBC comedy classic Only Fools and Horses. Now that is true. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll give you that one. But this has made it difficult trying to imagine Roger in more serious roles, especially when his character is the more intelligent one out of the bunch. This is probably why he's so hard to recognise in his appearance in Mr Bean. So, hang on, are they saying that in his future roles when he's playing an intelligent character, or are they saying that Trigger was considered one of the more intelligent characters in Only Fools and Horses? No, I think uh, that they're saying that because he um, was so dim-witted in Only Fools and Horses, it means it's difficult to recognise him when he's playing a role in which he is intelligent, at least in comparison with the people uh, around him. Oh, I see. So, i.e. rubbing up against Bean. Yeah, um, Yeah. obviously. I mean, we could get into an argument over whether Mr Bean is a stupid character. I would argue he's quite um, a malevolent figure. That's a whole different podcast. (laughs) Yeah, and we're launching that next week to subscribers to Barely Contained Plus. Yeah. (laughs) You'll get the malevolence of Mr. Bean popping into your feed every other week. The dark heart of Bean. Um, Yeah, so it says, he once again, it said that he's difficult to recognise. And we've got the picture of him here. And he looks very much like Trigger from Only Fills and Horses because that's who it is. Um, it also describes it as a more serious role. Um, I'm not sure the, the character of a waiter in an episode of Mr. Bean um, is a particularly weighty role, but... Uh, well, know. I mean, it is a, it is a weighty role. If well, you, you know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's literally a weighty role. Yeah. Roger appeared in the episode The Return of Mr. Bean in November 1990. He can be seen in the episode playing a posh waiter far removed from the role we are used to seeing him in. Mm. In the episode, Mr Bean sits down for a meal at a fancy restaurant and orders a steak tartare, which is not to his liking. The dish appears raw, and instead of doing the normal thing and asking for it to be better cooked, Mr Bean attempts to hide his meal. Okay, so... (laughs) Do Do you want to jump in or shall I? Go on. Well, the thing about steak tartare, I'm not sure the author has jumped on here, is that it's not meant to be uh, well cooked. No, it's not meant to be well cooked. Were Bean to have asked for the steak tartare to be taken away and cooked, um, I think he would have looked ridiculous, Chris. Even more, even more ridiculous. But Roger 
in his smart white jacket, shirt, black bow tie and sleeked back long hair, has got his eye on Mr. Bean, whose suspicious behaviour is causing some alarm. Again, yeah, dark, dark behaviour. Roger then approaches Mr. Bean and in a strange accent asks, you like to try the house wine, sir? I mean, you have to say that if ever there was a time for this sort of story to be put up on a news website, it's now. Yeah, I would say the ideal time to start reporting this story is 32 years after the episode aired. <laughs> yeah. Um, he then trips over Mr. Bean's table, dropping plates of food everywhere and shouts, <laughs> oh, excuse me, sir, I do apologise. Such a serious, serious role. <laughs> What gravitas. Leaving behind a rich and full acting career full of laughs, Roger passed away at the age of 69 after a long battle with pancreatic cancer. His funeral at St Paul's Church in Covent Garden was attended by his only Fools and Horses co-stars Sir David Jason, Nicholas Lindhurst, John Chalice, who has since died himself, and Sue Holderness. Wow. Uh... <laughs> Uh, what I really like is the, um, I mean, we, we we won't read out the reporter's name, but the, the the kind of call to action at the end, got a story you think we should be covering. <laughs> yeah. I like to think that this one has come off the back of someone emailing them in and saying, look, you really need to, you really need to get on this story about Roger Lloyd Pack, <laughs> the late actor yeah. and, and how he once appeared in Mr. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. That is it, isn't it? Somebody's emailed and said, I've recently discovered that 32 years ago, the guy who played Trigger played another role. <laughs> and this reporter is like, stay where you are. Yeah, right, but I'm just going to drop this story. I'm on. He grabs his trench coat, his, his bowler hat and his press card, which he, he puts in the peak of it, and off he goes. Have you spoken to anyone else about this? <laughs> yeah. Or can we have it ex exclusively? <laughs> Um, and there's plenty of links here to other Only Fools um, related stories. Uh, and indeed, not Only Fools, Only Fools and Horses icon Nicholas Lindhurst won't reprise Goodnight Sweetheart role after BBC snub. Now, I know, Matt, I mean, I don't know if the listeners are aware of this, but you have a bit of a more than a bit of a soft spot for uh, Goodnight Sweetheart. Yeah, although I recently found out that the character that Nicholas Lindhurst played in Goodnight Sweetheart was different to the character of um, Rodney in Only Fools and Horses. Oh. For example, Rodney never once used um, the, the means of time travel in order to philander. <laughs> but Gary Sparrow did. Yeah, well, I mean, in the words of Joey Essex, I mean, that would have that would have turned the whole universe around. Oh, lovely, lovely callback to earlier in the in the podcast, Chris. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the just who's listeners, you've got to you've got to listen to it all. You can't just <laughs> dive in, dip in and out. <laughs> well, on that, I think it's probably time for us to uh, to wrap up. Um, but if those listeners have stayed the course, Chris, and um, wish to uh, get a little bit more of barely contained in, in their lives, um, do, do they need to time travel, or is there another way of doing it? No, no, you, you, they can put their DeLoreans, you know, aside and instead go to Facebook, barely contain the podcast or um, per perhaps even better for breaking, breaking barely contained contents, 
um, why not visit us um, on Twitter at barely underscore pod? Why not indeed? Um, and while you're on the information superhighway, why not um, go to your podcatcher of choice, um, be, be that Spotify or Google or Apple or Amazon or whatever floats your boat, uh, subscribe. Give us a little review, um, five stars, please, um, unless you really dislike this one. Um, and, uh, yeah, get get the word out there about Barely Contained. Yeah, please do. Please do. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks. We will indeed. Bye-bye. Bye.